Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Would you be the jerk for telling somebody that they're always going to be insecure? We'll get into that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for telling my friend her baby is the reason no one wants her around? One of my, female 24, friends Anna, female 24, had a baby around 6 months back. Our friend group is otherwise childless. All of us used to hang out a lot before the baby was born. Baby changed the dynamics because Anna wanted to bring the baby everywhere with her, and it's a baby. We tried to plan things around the baby to include Anna, but it always ended up badly. We shouldn't drink because Anna can't drink. We shouldn't be loud because the baby needs to sleep. Icing on the cake is her baby is extremely fussy and cries all the time. It was just a downer for the rest of us. So we started hanging out without Anna and her baby. Last weekend, all of us went on a staycation. We had a great time and posted photos and videos on Instagram. Anna saw these and called me to ask why I didn't ask her to come with. I tried telling her it was a last minute plan and we could only find a child free resort so as to not hurt her feelings. She called my bluff, sending me pics some random family had posted with kids at the resort. She kept forcing me and I told her we didn't want to hang out with her baby. She asked how I can say that about her baby. I asked her to leave it at that, but she wouldn't. I finally told her it's a baby and we're all young. We don't want to live our life around a baby she chose to have that we get to do adult stuff and party all we wanted. Her baby is the only reason she wasn't invited. If she left the baby at home, she can come too. She got ticked off at me and called me a jerk. She also sent a text in the group chat saying she's disappointed in all of us for excluding her just because she's a mom. Half our friend group thinks I should not have told her the real reason and is mad at me. Other half thinks she's unreasonable. Am I the jerk for telling her the truth? From comments, we've tried to communicate to her about adults-only events before, other than openly saying don't come if you have to bring your baby. She refuses to leave the baby with her boyfriend or babysitter. Even when we say an event is adults-only, like a dinner we had a few weeks ago, she still brought her baby. Baby cried throughout the night, earning us glares, and we had to leave early. I mean, it's awkward and you hate to feel like you're leaving somebody out. But I think OP's extremely valid in saying, we're still young, we want to go out and party, and we just can't do that with an infant. It's not like a personal thing, it's just realistic. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to buy my ex's daughter a birthday gift? My ex cheated on me for most of our relationship. I found out during my pregnancy with our daughter and he had the other girl pregnant too. My daughter was a June baby and theirs was an October baby. They also got married that following February. To say things between us have been tense is an understatement. Ex's wife didn't know immediately that he was with me or that we'd been together since we were 15. She hated me for overshadowing her own pregnancy with mine. She hated me even worse when she needed an emergency C-section and had so many complications that a hysterectomy had to be carried out. The tension between us all then was at its worst. 
Ex's wife wanted me to give up my daughter for them to raise both girls together as real sisters, and when I refused, we had all the drama. I don't even think she would have been able to love my daughter had I done that. But I think that she wanted more than one badly enough that she thought my daughter would do since she was already born. X and I now communicate through an app mostly. We share custody of our daughter, 14, and exchanges happen at school pickup time to minimize the contact between us. This has worked for many years, though I know not ideal for my daughter overall. My daughter and her half-sister have a very high conflict relationship. It's over me and X's wife. X's daughter has picked up her mom's attitude towards me and dislikes me and believes I keep her sister from her real family. And my daughter doesn't like X's wife, which annoys her half-sister. This has been communicated to me a number of times by my daughter and also by my ex, who will send random texts about it. I never respond because our mandated communication is done through the app. X and his wife had some financial problems over the last six months. For my daughter's birthday, she got a card and a gift card, and my ex told her in advance he wouldn't be able to get her much. I was able to get her a present as normal though. I splurged a little this year and got my daughter a gaming laptop. She was so happy. X became aware of this when my daughter spent a bit of time with her grandparents and she asked them if she could bring the laptop to their house. X asked her about it, and she told them I bought it as their birthday gift. Now, X's daughter's birthday is a couple of weeks away, and he wants me to buy her a gift, something I have never done before. He said the money situation is still tight, and he doesn't want to get her nothing. I told him I would not be buying her a gift, and he blew up the app and my phone, saying I should be doing this so his daughter isn't left with a lackluster birthday. X said I've never done anything to help the dynamic with the girls and never cared about the pain he and his wife were in, and this was one thing I could do. Am I the jerk? So in my eyes, OP's definitely not the jerk. Not only is there not a precedent here, but it's not their kid. I would only maybe understand OP feeling emotionally invested in this if their daughter came crying and was like, my stepsister's not going to be able to get much. Then maybe you would feel, you know, bad enough for them. But if I were in OP's position, especially with the way they blew up at OP, I would say absolutely not. Our next story is, am I the jerk for chasing a kid and attempting to take my child's toy back? My daughter is semi-nonverbal. She's three and can say mama and dada, but she mostly says sounds like eh when trying to communicate. I bring her to work with me because she's very behaved and quiet, because she is semi-nonverbal. I work at outdoor events like farmers markets or festivals. I set up my stand, and I have a little table and chair for her stand too. She puts her toys out and works her booth like me. It's cute and other kids go to her booth and play with her. This particular time, she had some busy toys and a bubble maker wand she just brought back from the beach. She doesn't mind any of the kids playing with them, but then two boys, maybe around eight or nine, came and were roughing up the toys. They were banging the wand on the table and my daughter was speaking up. I asked them to please play nice with my daughter's toys and they yelled no. I said okay then, I'm going to put them away until they leave. They said it's their toys now and ran. I ran after them with my daughter in my arms, and a woman came out of nowhere and grabbed my arm. She screamed, What the heck do you think you're doing chasing my sons? I told her to never touch me, and her sons were stealing my daughter's toy. She said I'm a grown adult and I shouldn't chase children, and her sons can play with that toy if they want to. I said I had no issue with them playing with it, 
until they started banging it on the table and said they wouldn't give it back. She said, well, they can continue playing with it and we'll return it when they're done. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I said that doesn't work for me, and I took the toy back from her son's hands and walked away. I heard her call me a freaking bench as we were walking. My sister thinks it was wrong for me to take the toy back, but I honestly was frustrated and wanted to be done with her and her kids. We put the toys away until after we saw she left. Am I the jerk or freaking bench? It's nice in a bubble when the daughter gets to play with these other kids and shares the toys, but I do feel like it's inevitable that you're gonna run into some kids like this. God forbid the parents like this. Either way, I don't think OP's the jerk at all. I think they did what most parents would. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to wake up early to help my wife get ready for work? I, 30, love my wife, 30, very much, but we've been having some rocky mornings lately. She's a teacher and has to leave the house before 7am to be at work on time. I don't have to be at work until later in the morning and usually sleep until 8. Occasionally when I happen to wake up early, I'll help her get ready by making coffee or ironing her clothes, but now she says she needs me to wake up at 6.30 and help her get ready every day. Am I wrong in saying she's being unreasonable to expect that every day? Yeah, I don't think OP's the jerk. I mean, maybe there's a little bit of information being left out here, like what exactly you have to wake up early for. I mean, like if you had a kid that you had to help take care of, maybe you would be the jerk. But if she's just wanting you to wake up at 6.30 every morning because it's more convenient for them before they go off to work, then yeah, they're kind of a jerk and OP's not. Our next story is, am I the jerk for taking potatoes off a guy's plate at a wedding? I just got back from my friend's wedding in Mexico. It was at a fancy all-inclusive. Everyone mostly did their own thing with only a few group events planned, other than the wedding and reception, obviously. One of the group activities was dinner out at one of the restaurants that required a reservation. It was beautiful and the service was fantastic. One hiccup, the best man did not want potatoes. He wasn't allergic, potatoes didn't take out his parents in a dark alley, and he hasn't sworn to avenge them, as far as I know anyways. I speak Spanish, and after he asked me, I asked the waiter to please not serve him potatoes. Well, you know where this is going. He was maliciously served potatoes, and he would not shut up about it. He pointed out to everyone at our table that he had been served a starchy tuber against his will, Other tables were watching him and listening to him getting upset about the potatoes. He ate the rest of his meal, but would not drop the potatoes. I couldn't take it anymore. I reached over and grabbed the potatoes with my hand and put them on my plate, and then I ate them. He just sat there, stunned. 
Then he got up and went to his suite. He avoided me the rest of the time there, but he made sure to tell everyone what a jerk I was and how unladylike my behavior was. I just wanted him to shut the freak up about the potatoes. My friend wants me to apologize for causing drama. I mean, I kind of get where like if this guy went out of their way to make sure that they did not get potatoes and then this place maliciously served potatoes, why he'd be a little upset about it. But also to be fair, at a certain point, going on and on about it while everybody else is there is kind of annoying. It's just if I was in potato guy's shoes, I'd be a bit miffed too. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to take in my sister's kids after her partner had a stroke so that I can go on my planned vacation? My sister, 30-year-old female, called me, 26-year-old female, yesterday morning to tell me that her partner, 45-year-old male, had been rushed to the hospital. She was in hysterics and I stayed on the phone with her until she was able to make it to the hospital. She works and her partner stays home with the kids. I do believe he's on some sort of disability or unemployment benefit though. Together they have three kids who are 7, 5, and 2. Here's some background on me and my sister. We had actually not spoken for almost an entire year before her most recent call to me. We have a really strained relationship starting from our childhood, which was exacerbated by our parents. I'll be honest in saying that my parents always favored me and labeled my sister as a problem child. Since her teens, she's been involved with heavy drug use and partying. She graduated high school but dropped out of community college. Our strict, traditional Asian parents shunned her from their lives after she dropped out of college. They effectively disowned her and pretend that they never had an older daughter. My parents haven't spoken a word to her in almost a decade, and they've never met their grandchildren. For the last decade, I've tried to maintain a positive relationship with my sister, but she's betrayed my trust too many times to count. Borrowing money and never returning it, stealing my items and pawning and selling them, bringing me into unnecessary drama in her life, etc. To be honest, I've been trying to distance myself from her for the last three to four years since she's caused me nothing but pain, stress, and suffering. Then last night she called me again to let me know that her partner had suffered a severe stroke and had emergency surgery. The doctors say that they're still very unsure of his prognosis. She then begged me to take in her children for the time being saying how she can't afford any childcare and that she'll lose both her jobs if she's forced to stay with the children. Now here's the thing, me and my boyfriend's 5 year anniversary is coming up. We've already bought tickets, requested PTO, and made accommodations for a 2 week trip to Europe starting from this Friday. The total trip, including airfare, costed us $18,000, most of which is non-refundable. I told my sister I'd call her back and let her know after I spoke with my boyfriend. He said it was my choice completely. I decided that I wanted to go on our anniversary trip, which I'd been looking forward to for a full year. I called my sister back and told her that I couldn't because of our trip. She started sobbing over the phone and lashed out at me, calling me cruel and selfish. She said that we could afford to just rebook our vacation and we didn't need that money back, but she was going to lose her job and her children if she couldn't find someone to take them in. It was a really tough conversation, but I stuck with my decision. It's been almost a day since our call, and I won't lie, I do feel a lot of guilt. Am I the jerk? I mean, when you fact in the history that is going on behind this, and the fact that you haven't even talked in a year, I personally find it hard to say yes, OP is the jerk. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling my parents insensitive and telling them they managed to take things so far they're beyond repair? 
I, 25-year-old female, have an older brother Nick, 38-year-old male. Nick was married to his childhood sweetheart Cassie until her death 10 years ago. They had two children together. Cassie was a beloved member of our family. She was essentially my sister because I grew up knowing her and she was awesome. My brother loved her so much too. Nick never dated or had a romantic relationship after Cassie died. He has always appeared happy to me. Maybe not the same kind of happy that he was with Cassie, but happy all the same. He focuses on different things other than relationships, which is something that bothers our parents. Two years after Cassie died, they started suggesting my brother could leave the kids with them and go out to meet some women. They introduced him to women they thought would be a good match for him, including some widows. My brother told them he wasn't interested in dating and he would appreciate it if they didn't push. My parents never stopped pushing and over the years they've strained their relationship with Nick and my nephews. About a year ago, my nephew said their dad didn't need to have a woman to be a good dad. My parents suggested their lives would be better with a mom for the boys and a wife for Nick and that he would have an easier time parenting and did they ever stop to think their mom was impossible to match for their dad? They also told my parents that they never ever wanted a new mom and that they hated the assumptions otherwise, an assumption my parents often brought up. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I've spoken to my brother and to the boys. I support them and they talk to me sometimes. It can be good for them to get it all out. I've also told my parents to back off in the past and pointed out that Nick is happy. They don't listen to me or care to hear me speak on it. My brother took time from our parents and our parents grew tired of this. So a few days ago, my parents decided to show up at my brother's house. While I was there, and they told him it's unhealthy to not have moved on into a new relationship. They said if Cassie had been such a terrible wife, his marriage that bad, or if she had made him promise to never find another partner, then he should find a way to get over it and move on. My brother kicked them out and told them he never wanted to see them again. My parents decided to complain about it to me. I told them they had always been insensitive when it came to my brother's love life after Cassie, but they had taken things way too far this last time and there was no repairing things. I told them it was disgusting to crap all over Cassie just because my brother didn't want to continue the life the way they wanted. They said I didn't care about my brother's happiness and didn't even try to see their side. Yesterday they said I was rude and it was uncalled for. Am I the jerk? 100% OP's not the jerk. If this guy doesn't want anybody else or doesn't want to move on, he is 100% within his right to feel that way. OP defending that or looking out for that or, you know, just respecting that? They're definitely not the jerk. Our next story is, am I the jerk for driving away without my wife because she can't plan? For the past week, my wife and I had been anticipating a baseball game for which we had purchased tickets. We like baseball, but we don't attend many games, so traveling into the city to see games is a rare treat. I know though that it would take time to drive there and find parking due to traffic. Because the game started at 7pm, 
and we live about 45 minutes from the stadium, I told her this morning that she needed to be ready to get in the car and go by 6pm. Well, my wife is an avid gamer, so she was engrossed in her latest video game when the clock struck 5.45pm. She has struggled to plan in the past, and I get tired of reminding her that she needs the budget time to get ready. It's as if she has no concept of time at all, similar to a young child. Well, I was ready to go at 6pm and she was in the bathroom. I saw this as an opportunity to teach her personal responsibility. So I simply left the house without saying a word, got in the car, and started driving to the game. It took my wife a few minutes to figure out what I had done, but when she called me, she was absolutely furious. She said that it was a completely unacceptable move for me to leave without telling her, and that now she had no way to get to the game without paying for parking. I told her that I got tired of constantly waiting for her and that she would plan better next time if she didn't want to get left behind. I also reminded her that I told her that morning when I expected her to be ready to leave. Absolutely none of this seemed to matter though and she rudely hung up on me after yelling out more insults. Frankly, I think it's completely insane that a grown woman is unable to budget her time and I'm starting to suspect that she's doing this on purpose because she's a narcissist who expects me to accommodate her. After all, she's not a dumb woman. She has a science degree. Well, she never showed up to the stadium and I didn't hear from her the whole game but when I got home, there was a note on the door. She told me that I wasn't welcome in the bedroom and that I should sleep on the couch. I can't believe she wants to be this much of a pill. If I had waited for her, I would have missed the first pitch. I made my expectations clear, and she couldn't be bothered to meet them. I feel like she should be apologizing to me. Am I the jerk? So, I think the main reason OP's the jerk here is for just leaving without even giving her a chance. I mean, yes, it is 6pm and she's not, you know, primed and ready and sitting on the sofa ready to go, but OP could have knocked on the door, said, hey, are you ready to go? Maybe she was within five minutes of being ready. Honestly, they still could have left them behind and not been a jerk had they just said, either you're ready to go or I'm leaving without you. Our next story is, am I the jerk for ending a family naming tradition by not giving my son my late nephew's name as his middle name, even though my sister has said she wants me to? My family have always had this tradition where the first child born after the loss of someone in the family gets the late family member's name as their middle name. My sister and I both have those middle names. Hers is Patricia after a cousin of our mom's and mine is Denise after my dad's aunt. Almost a year ago, my sister lost her two-day-old son, Philip. He was the last family member we lost and it was a huge, earth-shattering blow for our family. I found out I was pregnant a few months ago. I waited a while to tell anyone, and my sister was the first person we told privately. When I told her, she said it would be nice to have some positive news to focus on, and she wanted me to continue the tradition our family keeps and give my baby, if a boy, the middle name Philip. She was so happy about the idea, it surprised me a lot. I would have figured she would not be okay with it, but she wanted it. The problem is my husband and I do not want to continue with the tradition. We don't want to give our son the middle name Philip. The name isn't one either of us likes or would ever pick ourselves. We've not announced the sex of our baby yet, but my husband and I know we are expecting a boy. My family were saying how amazing it will be if my baby is a boy and Philip's name can be carried on. I suggested they wait until we announce the sex and the name before jumping to conclusions. They asked why, 
and I said we were thinking of not continuing with the tradition. My family, and by that I mean my parents mostly, were really upset. My sister was the worst though. She asked why I wouldn't want to honor Philip and why it was him the tradition was getting broken on. She asked if I saw him as meaning so little, and I said no, of course not. Then she asked if it was his name and we didn't like it. She said she really hoped it wasn't that. I said we just didn't feel like the tradition was something we wanted to continue. The decision has brought up a lot of bad feelings, and my sister is especially angry and thinks I'm being insensitive and showing how little I care for my nephew. I feel terrible. She's so angry at me and my parents are unhappy as well. My husband hates them for putting this pressure on us. He said we should be allowed to name our son what we want and we should not be obliged to use a certain name. I never wanted to be a jerk, but my family believes I am. Am I the jerk? OP is definitely not the jerk. Honestly, it's cool that there was a tradition, at least in my opinion, but if you don't want that for your kid, you have every right to name your kid what you want to name your kid. And honestly, I get not enjoying the aspect of being forced to name your kid something. You want to be able to make that choice for yourself, right? Our next story is... Am I the jerk for not accepting my sister's apology? I, 33-year-old female, am getting married next month. My fiancé, 36-year-old male, James, is from Ghana. We've been together five years and he's met my entire family. Our parents have met and got on well. My family are sort of generic white Americans. This is important. As far as I know, everyone liked everyone just fine. Last year, my older sibling Robin, 40, came out as trans, male to female, In the aftermath, her marriage of 16 years to Sarah ended. Sarah and Robin had been together since they were teenagers, so I've known Sarah since I was in elementary school. After the divorce, Sarah and I have remained friends. We chat occasionally and I help her when I can with my niece and nephew. My niece and nephew will be the flower girl and ring bearer in my wedding. I have, of course, also invited Sarah. Robin learned about this last week and is furious. She says that she doesn't feel comfortable coming to the wedding if Sarah is going to be there and feels betrayed by me. I told her I'm sorry she feels that way, but I've known Sarah my whole life. And the only thing Sarah has done wrong is saying she no longer wants to be married to Robin if Robin identifies as a woman and is going to pursue medical transition. Sarah has worked hard to keep the divorce amiable. That I know. Today, my mother called me and said she'd spoken to Robin. Mom says Robin told her that I was siding with her transphobic ex-wife. I understand how this might be how Robin interprets events, but this is the part I don't get. Robin told my mom that James had been transphobic to her. I can't imagine when or how since they'd never been alone over the past year, and James hasn't said much at all to her ever. I told my mom this, and my mom said she was unsure because James is from Africa after all. I of course defended James. I also called Robin and said I didn't want her at my wedding. Robin cried. She eventually called my mom and said she had lied about James because she was mad at me. My mom says I should give Robin a chance to apologize. I am standing firm. I don't want her at my wedding. So am I the jerk for not giving Robin a chance to apologize and come to the wedding? I mean, I could understand hearing them out just if there was like something more going on other than... Them transitioning is just not what their ex wanted in a partner and understandably divorced because of it. And then especially when they go around admittedly faking accusations that most people would probably not take lightly. 
I think it's more than understandable that the bridge has been utterly burnt at that point. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister she will be insecure no matter what I wear to her wedding? To preface this, me, 27-year-old female, and my sister, 30-year-old female, are both of Indian descent from the United States. My sister's getting married in November and currently we're in the process of getting the clothes made for the wedding. Indian weddings are usually quite large and extravagant with several events. I, as the bride's sister, will be expected to dress very nicely, so I'm having my clothes custom made as well. Yesterday, we went to our first fitting for the outfits, and the moment my sister saw my outfits, she was upset. I am having four different lehengas made, which are like a crop top and a long skirt made for her wedding events. My sister, on the other hand, is choosing to wear suits, which are like a long tunic with baggy pants on the bottom. My sister, once she saw me in the outfits, told me they were too revealing and would like me to wear something more toned down, as she herself will be in a suit. I'll admit we both look very different and have different body types, so her choice of outfit is a much better fit for her. She got even more upset when I pointed out that several of our cousins will be wearing similar outfits to the wedding. She said she doesn't care what they do, but that I should let her have the spotlight for this one event in her life. Here is where I may be the jerk. I told her that no matter what I wear, she will be insecure, and her insecurities are for her to deal with. Indian moms can be quite blunt, and I won't lie, our entire life, my mom has pointed out just how different we look physically. I can see why she would be insecure, but I don't see why I have to cater to her insecurities. My mom agrees with me and told my sister I'll be wearing the lehengas as that's what looks best on me. I'm not going to lie, I think Indian suits look frumpy to me and I want to wear what flatters me. I'd rather not go if I wear a suit. They look better on more matronly women. So, am I the jerk in this situation? Yeah, I think OP's the jerk here. The bride comes to you with a concern about how they want their wedding to go and your outfit And your internal thought just goes to, well, I'd rather just not go if I can't wear my cool outfit. I feel like your whole priorities as far as this event is so miscalculated to begin with. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to be in one of my best friend's weddings after what she did? I, female 23, was asked by one of my best friends, female 23, to be a bridesmaid in her wedding along with our other friends. Everything was going fine until her bachelorette party. She asked us for a stripper. It was the one thing she really wanted to have, but her fiancé, male 30, told her absolutely none of them. She decided she wanted one anyways and that she would just keep this a secret from him. A week after her bachelorette party, one of the bridesmaid's ex-boyfriends logged into her messenger and took one of the videos we had sent of that night and sent it to the bride's fiancé. It was a video of her literally throwing dollar bills on the stripper. The fiancé was extremely upset, and the bride decided, instead of coming clean, she was just going to blame the whole thing on us, the bridesmaids. She told fiancé that she told us not to get her one, and that we still did anyways. She also said she only got one dance and then went into her room until he was gone, which is also not true. Now fast forward to one week before the wedding, the bride texts us to say that their fiancé is very upset at us, and does not want us to be in the wedding anymore. She then also says that we need to apologize to him. Yes, apologize to her fiancé for her lies. I did it. We all did. We sent the apologies and everything is pretty much fine now. 
But I'm very upset at my friend for asking us to do that in the first place. I was fine to take the fall for her until she wanted us to apologize to him. Am I the jerk for not wanting to be a bridesmaid in her wedding anymore? Honestly, I feel like OP should have just been straight up forthcoming here. I'm surprised in that situation that everybody willingly went along with apologizing. I mean, I guess it's easier if everybody collectively is just like, sorry bro. Honestly, I feel like OP sold the fiancé short by not just telling the truth here. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.